Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to the Words and Nerds episode where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Today we're doing something a little bit different because of my absolute love of literary festivals and conferences. Today I welcome Alison Reynolds, author and head honcho of Kid Lit Vic, held this year on Sunday, 30th of April in Melbourne. How are you, Ellie? Um, I'm great. No, really good. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to having you um, hosting two of our sessions too, which is a coup for us. Head <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always excited to hit up a literary festival, so it's music to my ears. Now, this is your eighth year of running the annual Kid Lit Vic conference, the COVID years of online, and yeah. we're just so super excited to be in real life again. What is the vibe in the office? Um, oh, we're all really very excited. Um, it's just amazing. Um, the publishers are all really happy. I think like Zoom meetings, they're really good, but I think you do lose, um, I think body language is really important. Um, what I noticed, we did a lot of assessments and pitch pluses during COVID, and I would be, you know, doing the Zoom stuff, and the people would go off and they'd be quite despondent, and I'd hear the publisher saying, I'm really excited about that, and I think I just didn't communicate itself well enough and I think if you're there with someone, you can see they're sitting on the edge of the um, their seat. And yeah, I think it would just be really, really good. But we're going to be um, in a COVID-friendly way. So people are very, very welcome to wear masks. And um, I'm normally a kisser. No, I'm turning into a non-kisser. Um, yeah, so we are going to be fairly careful about things. And um, if there's a horrible spike, I hope there's not. But if there is, we'll just have to put it... Um, prepared to just put it all back online mm-hmm. I don't want us to all you know well there's not going to be a spike there's yeah. not it's going to be oh, fine it's not winter <laughs> so we should be fine and it's going to be great there, it's going to be yeah, fine I don't know what they're doing they're absolutely really it's a huge uh, building yeah we're taking think... it all over which is um exciting I love we're that everywhere except the main hall we're everywhere the funny little rooms that are opening them up for it yeah that's fantastic and you can't compare in real life like I think we've all done really well like you know pivoting to zoom and we've done really well doing that when we had to but then when you go back out into real life like there's nothing that compare to that you know and I'm a hugger so if you don't want me to hug you you should probably just tell me up front because I just love to hug everybody so I don't know why I I don't have COVID every day (laughs) I know it's I don't know are you finding it's a real problem in the real world and no, no. You don't hug now, do you? And I said, well, yeah, no, no, I still do. I, I'm still a hugger. That's just who I am. Oh, but you're from Sydney. I'm from Melbourne. Yeah. So we're, 
we got well trained up in yeah um, i think so feet and elbows and yeah everything. the elbow you had a different sort of training so. you did you did yeah. you, you had it very tough now yeah. who are you expecting to attend the conference we're we looking at new writers emerging writers established authors a combination of all of the above um it's all of them that um when it was actually formed it was because there wasn't anything in melbourne for um writers and illustrators um, of children's and young adult books. So we wanted all that. And we always make sure it isn't just that we love our aspiring writers, but we have quite a lot of emerging and we have quite a lot of established ones. And one of the good things that happened out of the one, I think, two years ago was an established writer. She'd been writing for years. She'd got in her niche. She'd been doing educational books, which are fabulous. But you did get a bit of reputation for an educational writer. And she's back into trade for us, which was so exciting for us. Like she'd had, I don't know how many books published. So we have a lot and we've got a lot of illustrators coming who um, are, you would have heard of. They're, every, they're everywhere, but they're coming back because um, they're out. We have a, a showcase, which is amazing. Like you'll have to have a look at it, Danny. It's just beautiful. Um, curated by a fabulous Nikki Johnston, who does um, all the illustrations, Guru, we call her. And um, that's had a phenomenal pickup rate um, of people. The publishers, they all want to go there. Um, some of who can't attend for various reasons, just they can take a few photos and forward them on to me just so I can see what's out there. Um, probably the, so we have the, you know, we have aspiring, um, established and emerging, and they're all coming because I don't make the publishers come. Publishers really want to come to our place. And one of them described it as looking for gold. And I think that somehow they've created this culture um, where the publishers, they're really excited to attend because they've um, one publisher, her list, I won't out her, but her list were all um, people she found through uh, of uh, last year, her list the coming year. So I think she's, I don't know how many, I think it's more than 10 books that were coming out and they're all people that she found through Kidlitzik. So it's really in the interest of publishers to come along, which I think um, really exciting. And we also, um, we try and create a, because I've been in publishing for years, like writing for years, I really didn't want to have that, you know, creators down here and publishers right up there. And I actually don't think the publishers want that. So we come along and we're all peers, we're all working together. And that's something we've worked really hard at because um, at the lunchtime, we do get the publishers, they'll come down and mingle with people. Um, you know, they know if they're out there, you know, they may be chatting to public, but they want to get to know the illustrator and they want to get to know the authors. That's something I think people don't realise and um, they want to know what's out there. They don't know. And, you know, the cocktail party, everyone, all the publishers come to that and that gives people the chance to, that's why we call it meet the publishers so people you get the chance to actually meet them, which is quite different. We don't have any authors to our panels. We just have publishers because um, you're hearing from the publishers of what they want. Uh, that's one of my things, that there's some really wonderful assessment services out there. Some are so wonderful or they're, look, everyone's trying to make money and that, I probably shouldn't say this, everyone's out there and there's some really good ones I would do referrals from other people, but then you're not actually, the assessment isn't for that publisher. 
because you know, Larrikin, you've got a brand, you've got a fantastic, you're fun, often rhymy, um, your lively book. But would you accept a book that was very lyrical um, and angsty middle grade? That's not mm. your brand. Exactly. And that's why we have started, you know, assessments of us of our own and School of Larrikins, because in the slush pile, we just weren't getting what we wanted. And so it is that digging yeah. for gold. And it's um, an agent said to Larrikin House uh, not long ago that, where the publisher who specifically tells people exactly what they want, you know, edgy, quirky, this is what we want. But that's what's so rare, like that's the mm. gift of you. You know, because I can go and say, see a, um, your branding so good, I can go in a shop and I'll think, oh, that's the larrikin. Because one of the um, panels you're going to be um, hosting is about how to research the publisher that's right for you. and mm, So um, important. Yeah, I think James Layton from Larrikin, he's one of the ones. I think got a, a large one, a medium one, and a, a smaller one. And, yeah, it, I think just the assessment, you don't know what. It's really, really hard as a writer to know what to go mm. with. And each, um, all our people that assess, they've all been in the game for a long time. Um, they've all come through. They've all been trained editors and there is you know at a lot of publishing companies you start as a editorial assistant become a junior editor um and they're just so so knowledgeable so anything um with the assessments everything's just gold what yeah. you get told and, and i think that's what you do really well you know kid Vic really bring the publishers together with the writers because you know i know publishers are so busy trying to just, you know, do what they do and you don't often get that, um, you know, that meeting or that one-on-one -on -one with them. So I know when I've been at literary festivals, you know, as, as a other festival goer or on a panel, you always learn so much about publishing or the industry or the community and it's invaluable because these are the people you're actually submitting to. So you can't get yeah. better than that, right? Oh, yeah, and each each publishing companies are different yeah they're all looking for different things so if we've got them up there saying you know you might really really love a company a publishing company but if you're not there suitable for their list mm. um we're actually having a panel um inside an acquisitions meeting so all the published all the um authors and illustrators will find out what these mysterious actors mm, that's really and, interesting because i know that i wear a few hats in larrikin house and so you know when i'm first reading stories it's all about brand and story but the minute we go into acquisitions my publicity hat's on and yeah. we've already established it's a good story but will this sell who will this sell to who are we working with you know has the person got a profile are they easy to work with are they going to go and do school mm. visits and so it's a very different hat to put on and so that's what the pre-acquisitions meeting happens you know for larrikin house is that extra bit it's no longer just about the story you've gotten there because the story's good but then it's no longer just about the story you know i mean we all know books cost Fifteen thousand, twenty thousand yeah, dollars to publish. Books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so you know, you have to make sure you're going to at least make your money back, or you won't have a publisher to submit to. <laughs> oh, I know, and that's um, one of our. Um, we're having two workshops this year, and one is on. Um, oh, do you know Lauren Drake? Have you interviewed her? She's a wonderful young adult writer, as well as being a marketing guru. She um, she's actually going to do it on social media because everyone mm. wonders how important is it to have a website yep. do I have to do all of the, the things and she's actually going to use a couple of the um, people in the workshop 
-hmm. she's going to look at their social media beforehand and then analyze it Mm, and tell us what we could all do better we're very practical we're very into what we could do better what we're doing well Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like we all should um should go and find out and about algorithms and I yeah. saw some logarithms the other day that shows out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting over doing them. Some of it is all about the content and the algorithms, but some of it's just hard luck. You know, someone's come across your thing, they like it, they share it, and it gets shared. So, you know, it's it's so unknown as well. And I think it's really important yeah. from a marketing publicity perspective that, you know, as a creator, you almost have to become that marketer and that publicist as well as, you know, working hand in hand with your publisher oh. because it's hard. It's really hard to get people to yeah. care that you've got a book out. <laughs> I know, but the sales director told me once, he said, you know, you are the best person to promote your book. Yeah. That they're being lazy as a salespeople, but they said you're the one, it's part of your heart. Yeah. So you're the best person you know, you're going to be very authentic if you talk to booksellers or, or talk to people. So you, it's not just we all have to do our own publishing because the publishing business is so busy, but it's also, yeah, it's part of us. It's like yeah. authentic, but we love our books, so um, we can people feel the passion. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you have on offer assessments, masterclasses, workshops, pictures, up close with a publisher. Tell me about these things and what we can expect. Um, well, the assessments are very, what they are, they're a 12-minute assessment. Um, the publisher gets your work beforehand. Um, for writers, illustrators to send in a bio. The publisher's like a photo of the illustrators. I think that's how they can stalk them down and their social media links. That's why you need, if you're an illustrator, get on Insta. Mm. I know so many that look on that. Um, I know Insta of illustrators of Melbourne or something school, you'll find out at the conference. Yeah. I know a lot of them haunt that, a lot of publishers. And so they just come along and they look at the work, talk about that. It's just like having an editorial thing. They go through and you just got to remember um, they're trying to make your work the best it can be. And it might be for them, but they might suggest somewhere else because they all know what everyone else, they all look at books these days. They love books, but they might say, no, you should be sending to um, Larrison. Yours is bright and fun. And the illustrators just bring along their portfolio and um, the publisher just flicks through that. And in the olden days, in the olden days, they used to have the publishers would have a, an open day once a month or so and just illustrate after illustrator would go in and just share their portfolio with, you know, a table full of people. So we've brought that back, which is really fun. And then we've got the pitch buses, which um, I invented. I'm very proud of that. Everyone said it's not going <laughs> well to work. Done. It, it works. Um, you don't have to, the publishers don't have to do any work beforehand. We're all so busy. That's why I brought it up. I did it when we were in Zoom. Everyone was so busy. It was just ridiculous. And you just meet with two different publishers. You pitch your work. You read a little bit or show your folio. They give you feedback or they might say send the rest or whatever. And then you just go on, which is um, really good. I love that idea, Ali, because I just think that's exactly what you're doing in the slush pile. So when I'm reading the slush pile or manuscript submissions, I'm making decisions on the spot, you know, so it's no different. It's like a real life submission in front of me. So I'll just go through my thought process because I've got to justify all the things that I cull for our publisher, James. And if I come to him and he's going to sit down, you know, and and look at these manuscripts, I've got to say, this is quirky. This is humorous. This is pushing boundaries. If it doesn't do any of those things, he doesn't want to look at it. Yeah, which is fine because 
you know what you're doing. Yeah. To think these people you're going to meet, they know what they're doing and they've all got power. That's the other thing. We've mm. all got power. Um, they've all, all got the power to be able to hand it on if they love it. And, yeah. You know, so. I'm really um, excited yeah. if I hear a manuscript, you know, if I see a manuscript and I think, yes, like this is amazing. Like it's a really exciting well, moment when publishing, I think, when you come across okay. a, a manuscript. You know, you know what you want. Yeah. I mean, and people say, oh, tell me what you want. Well, you can't tell often. It's just what happens. Give and, you an yep. idea, but, yeah, when you read it, you know. Yeah, and up close and personal, they're um, really popular for publishers. They, um, I could say they just sit back. They're there. <laughs> They have six people. They just come and they ask another question. Um, we're fairly, you say you're not allowed to pitch. That's just because someone might get really excited and talk the whole time. Yeah. And that's not meaning in a horrible way or anything, but, you know, people get excited. Mm. So we just do that, but they usually do ask, go around and ask people what they're working on. But, um, yeah, so we do say don't pitch, but <laughs> you can just ask all the questions, like what they want, what they don't want. I think yeah. one time someone said look can I have people I keep being sent animals I want to have people in it um but um, one infamously one person let out that she didn't like cats and she kept being sent cat um manuscripts so I think everyone in that one I think they all turned them into dogs pretty quickly and sent them off. But oh you do but out? you do need to know your publisher quirks like you do need I to know. know these things you know and I'm sure there was a fantastic cat story but yes. well, you probably find it in your um, role that oh, don't get me started, Ali. And I don't know how that happens. It's just um, don't get me started on James and birds. He hates them, and I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> everybody, James, Leighton, birds. No, but there are a lot of bird books. Oh, I know someone who did a bird book for you. <laughs> I won't. I won't have to say who they are. So I, if I love it, I'll just say, I'll go back to them oh, and say, God. change it to meerkats, would you, before I show it to James. It's fine. Oh, see, how on earth would you know that? And, <laughs> but the thing is, if I see if I see something that has all the other bits to it and I think it's going to work, I'll go back to the author before James sees it and I'll say, hey, I reckon if you do A, B and C, he might really like it. So I, if I see something that I think is going to work with a minor tweak, I'll go back to the author and I'll, I'll speak to them. Oh. Well, you're very good. You're, not just, you're very, you're very kind. Everyone, Danny is very kind. <laughs> not always. Oh, I just but know how hard it is. I come from the perspective of being a writer too, you know, and I know how hard it is to yeah. get a contract. I know how hard it is to write something. I know how hard it is to get a publisher to look at your work. You know, I've been there. So when I'm reading the slush, I do have that sort of, you know, those both hats on and I hate sending rejection letters, but people always say they don't get letters at all. They hear silence and silence is worse. You know, so I, I try to send letters that say, you know, it isn't right for us. And it doesn't mean it's not a good manuscript. It just means it's not right for us right now. Yeah, and that's what people are going to learn, hopefully. That, yeah. Um, it's easy for me to say, don't take it personally. But so oh, many times of course you, hear, you do. <laughs> yeah, but so many times you hear people will have a book exactly the same topic and it's just been accepted a month before. That's well, right. No matter who you are, it's not going to be that's right. accepted. And then we've got our masterclass with Donna Rawlins, who's um, she's an incredible person. She's been doing art, been art director, publishers. She's done it all, and she's warned people. It's going to be very hands-on. She's told people to bring an apron because it could be. Oh, I like this. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, and she would be the one person I'd be prepared to draw in front of. To be <laughs> 
but I just feel like she would be so inspiring and she wouldn't laugh in front of anyone. <laughs> That's She's amazing. So I love the idea. Bring an apron, it's getting messy. When you say that to me, I'm I'm there already. <laughs> I know you just think, oh, what am I gonna do? I can um I could get messy. Yeah, I'd be good at that. And we've got a oh we've got the fabulous Alex Adset doing um one well we're calling it the query letter, but it, she wants to do it's gonna be more the package, what you have to do, mm. the dreaded but not first, we'd all rather write a book rather than a lot of it. <laughs> the elevator stuff. pitch, everyone hates that. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually so important because then I've had to do it and then I've realised, oh, now I know what my theme is and I mm. hadn't really realised before mm. and then that made it a lot easier um, to pitch and about the first five pages and she's fabulous and she's happy to, no questions to silly for her. And because she's an agent, she's worked with such a range of um, yeah, she's wonderful of publishers. She'll just and she's very direct, like she'll yeah, very frank. But I think that's what yeah, do this, do that. And I think writing and illustrating. So many we're hoping, hoping it's just so nice to have someone be a little bit. It is. It's it is refreshing. It can be hard to hear at first, but because there is a lot of. People call it secrecy. I don't think it's secrecy. I just think it's the unknown of what happens yeah. in the publishing industry. You know, we don't really know what happens when we submit something. We don't really know what a pre-acquisition or an acquisition meeting means or why things happen and how they happen. So I think it's just the, the business that's not visible, you know, because so much of the industry is visible when the book comes out. And so to have people that are really frank in the industry, it actually clarifies things for you. And even if they're, you know, a yeah. little bit hard to hear when you say it's a really tough industry, you know, we only publish 10 to 20. 20 books a year, all that really tough stuff. It's good to know, you know, because, you know, okay, I really need to be good at this. I need to get feedback. I need to hone my craft. I need to go to things like yeah. Kid Vic so I can meet people and become a part of the community. There's nothing more important, I think, in this industry than becoming part of the community. Oh, it is. And we do have a lot of fun. I'm making it sound very dry. We have a lot of fun. And by the time the cocktail party comes, we just we're just <laughs> like we're, we're all ready for um, that. But, it's just been, it's been like people, I just laugh. I'm just here by default, sitting in my just dining room or whatever. And then you get an email from someone saying, um, we've changed somebody's life. Um, mm. And we've given quite a few, like, really wonderful people at start off. And, and they've just taken off, but they just needed the opportunity to, to meet the right publisher at the right right time time. um and i find three times the charm i do not know why but often people come to one two nothing happens third one they get picked up oh i love this hear that if this is your third time at kidlit vic you're about to become super successful (laughs) yeah it's just i think they've come along they've learned things um i think what you probably find isn't it nice when you get stuff submitted in a form that's easy to read oh absolutely yeah I just think things like that and they know look I really like that company um but one person she's been published by a smaller publisher her book's done so well I haven't asked for permission but um we've actually had a few people oh quite a few people first book publishers up and they've been on the CBCA list which is with that first book they've got um, wow they've no, they haven't done it to us. They've done all the work. We've yeah. just been where they've been. They've had the chance the to, platform. Um, to meet. And I know, and it's just so funny. I think, oh, that's so, because we run it as um, a non-profit one, which is 
people say, why don't you monetize it? But then I think it would change things. Mm. Um, and we really work hard to make it accessible. We um, give away scholarships. This is, I'll be political here. I think everyone should give away scholarships to conferences, especially if we can do it as a non-profit one. Mm. Um, people who make money give away some scholarships. The publishers um, are really working hard. They're really wanting to um, find more people from different areas of people. Um, and we actually have done that slowly. We are growing, um, getting into other um, sectors, which has been really, really good. But, yep, we um, firmly believe in having this scholarship. So we keep our prices down as low as we can. Um, but still pay, we pay, you'll know this, we pay all of the publishers properly because I expect to be paid properly as a creator. We're 100% behind that. But I think if you do that, you've got to pay the publishers yeah. to give them proper rates as well. Yeah, it's a balance, isn't it? It's trying to make it affordable for everyone, but you do need to really value the time of creatives. And unfortunately, um, that hasn't always been the case. So I think, um, you know, paying people for their work is really important. So you do all oh. of that. Yes, yes. But um, <laughs> that fabulous committee there, um, Coral, who's published by yep, you. Yeah, Coral Vass. Coral Vass, the wonderful in the CBCA for a little Yeah. Um, Nikki Johnston. So Coral does all the social media. She's all over that. She's fantastic. She just answers people's questions. Uh, we've got a little private group for attendees. And I'm sorry, Danny, you cannot enter it because it's um, publisher free. So, <laughs> oh, oh, see, this is the secret, what... secret writer's business. <laughs> I know. Oh, you should see what we write. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just think, and people say things, I'll say, does anyone know any publisher mm. who likes such and such? And people are so good. They're very honest. I say, yeah. I had a rejection on such and such and um, because they weren't doing that, which is just so, you don't really get that. But mm. because um, Coral and Nikki, they um, really look after that well and it's just a lovely warmth. Yeah, and it is. The, the writing community is such a warm, supportive place, and I hope it always stays that way. It is tough, but I don't want the toughness of the industry to get in the way of that because every time a book comes out, everyone's always supporting each other and congratulating each other, and I just think it's just such a beautiful, warm place to be. It is, but you have to put boundaries around it. Like, we're fairly strict. Um, I think what's wrong with Sometimes they're very, very careful to make um, everyone has a place. Everyone should have a voice. Um, this is the whole, the whole thing, and we don't allow any horrible comments about publishers yeah. because that's that one person's experience, and that's we right. don't know. It's none of our business. That's you right. I mean, that's right. Thing. It's none of our business. So, yeah. No, um, it's true, and I think you're okay to have that opinion, and you should just probably keep that to you know your one closest friend. And um and move on. <laughs> oh yeah, like they do joke. Like some publishers, I say, oh, someone said, oh, I haven't heard back from someone for six weeks, and everyone will just send back laughing faces. Yeah. Six weeks. But, six weeks. That, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're you're in your same people, right? That haven't you? But that, and um, our other person is Julie Grasso, who you know. She yep. does um the middle. Grade mavens. I always say middle aged mavens. Middle grade mavens. <laughs> I know it's terrible. I love it. Very it's young. a it's a spin off for sure. <laughs> middle aged mavens. I love it. Yeah, when she's a bit older, she can move <laughs> into that. Um, but 
she's she's doing registration because she's actually in charge of all the assessments this year, which is a big job. Yeah, massive. I'm happy it is, but she said, "Oh no, it'll be fine." So um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. But yeah, but our main thing is we really want to try and um, make it a very equal experience for everyone. Like the publishers should just have people mixed in a relaxed place. Um, the up close and personal is just a conversational. We just try it. We're very interested in having conversations rather than um, we don't have anyone lecturing because yeah. that's not our style. And that you other people that work for where we well, you know you're the branding queen. Right? <laughs> you know, that's not our brand. We are very um we are very friendly and people are allowed to be nervous. We've got a we're bringing back we had a quiet room um last summer at the town hall, so we're bringing that back. Just for some people, they might need to mm. just, um, I could say withdraw that. They might might need to just. Get just some there. time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that's got like chase launches. It's, um, have you been to Melbourne Town Hall? Yeah, you might find me in that room. Not, <laughs> <laughs> it's got chase launches and it's lovely. Oh, it's like a 19 mm, You feel like you're in a good thrifty book or something. I like it's it. It's just lovely. I actually. Had a lie down once and thought, mm. I'm having a little snack. Which is <laughs> You'll find me in there with a hot chocolate, likely before an interview. That's when I need my quiet time. Before I'm hosting, I need about five or ten minutes just to get in the zone. Okay. Well, we've got, <laughs> you can just go there, and, or you can go. And we've got a green room for you as Fantastic. well. Fantastic. Yeah, that was um, that was used, and actually, it's really interesting. Everyone was very respectful of that. Mm. Um, they were letting people. They knew they were in there. They didn't feel like talking, and then when they came out. Um, there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of um, yeah, a lot of talking. Which is, um, Fantastic. Well, I can't yeah. wait. I know that thirtieth um, oh. of April it'll come before we know it. Uh, now tickets are available online for those little extras. Yes, but you need to have a conference ticket, mm. and I think we've got one or two conference tickets. Oh my goodness! Run on, but do go on the waiting list because life happens, yeah. and um, we're very you know, if I on-sell the ticket, um, I'm fairly generous in what I give people that. Um, yeah. Because, like, especially... But that's a good point because you're right. Life does happen and it'd be, it wouldn't be great to lose that amount of money, especially if someone's really yeah. wanting to go. So I think the waiting list is a great idea. It looks like you've thought of everything. So oh. <laughs> I'm sure that the writers and publishers really appreciate this day and um, I can't wait to be there myself. So thank you for this oh, uh, time. To let you loose on the Melbourne audience. <laughs> let me loose. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what you are. Don't you make anyone cry? Never, never. No. <laughs> I know how hard it is to be a writer. I've always got that hat on. <laughs> that never I comes off no, that you'll hat. Have to be, you'll have to be tougher. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Ali, for okay, your time. You. I can't wait to actually meet you in real life along with a bunch I, of other people. Who I'll I give felt. you a loving... I'll touch your foot in a loving way. Yeah, you just in. give me yeah. your boundaries, Ali, because I'm a hugger. Yeah, I'll, so. we'll elbow. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you so much. And thanks for letting us be on Words and Nerds.